honest, dude. I I stay very PG. I PG know. thirteen at the most. I'm dropping trow. I'm dropping R, and we're dropping pods. Uh, well, hot... thank you. Oh, oh, oh. Wow, I was just saying, hi, hot steamy pods. Hot yeah, steamy hot pods. steamy pods. Hi everybody, welcome to the podcast. My name is Noah Reynolds, and this is Chicken in the Nuggets. Joining me as he does every fucking week is Jacob the Machine. Rup, take it away, Machine. Hey, uh, I've been faxing stuff. I've been sending papers. I'm a fax machine. Uh, I'm the uh, fax okay, machine yeah. here on the podcast, spitting facts. Uh, and again, mostly that is just uh, paper. Uh, Pieces of paper, paper with, inf- yeah, with things, information on it. And uh, the, the information is uh, fake news. So misinformation. So I'm not spitting facts, but I'm spitting facts. Um, happy to be here, Noah. I, Jacob I feel, really squeezing feel... everything out of that introduction. Very good. Yeah, go ahead. I, I feel the weird mood. I feel uh, uh, somewhat uh, tired. And uh, yeah, so let's do it. I'm, I'm excited cool. to be here. What, how do you well, yeah, feel? So how do, how I are didn't... you? I didn't realize what you were saying up front, but yeah, we're bearing the lead. You got your flu vaccine, which is good. And that's partly probably why you're not feeling maybe a hundred and ten percent. You're usually up there in the nineties, ninety-five. Um, so yeah, everybody just um this is our flu shot game, I guess, Bod, if that's funny to anybody. Yes. Um, and I, I do just want people to know that my right arm was already feeling pretty sore because I slept on it wrong. And then <laughs> I got the shot in my left arm. So somehow both my arms feel like uh, garbage. So uh, I don't know how I did that, how I managed that. But uh, man, happy to be here, Noah. How, how are well, you? You have no... I'm well. I'm your apartment. I'm, yeah, there's um, no heat, or the heat doesn't work, or ha- I haven't figured out how it works. One of those three. Um, so it is cold. It is about outside temperature in my ba- well, in, I should say in my main room. My my bedroom is nice and cozy because I have like the floor radiator turned on. Um, but you know these are domestic issues. I don't know how much people really care about this, but yeah, I am wearing a full jacket and robe in my apartment right now but i'd rather be cold than have my arm hurt frankly you know what i mean you know what i realized noah we're we're, we have a small following on the podcast but they listen to hear our story what we're doing in our life i I don't know i don't know if that's true or not but that's what i'm gonna keep on telling myself uh, i don't know yes well absolutely do agree to your point i don't think i've ever gotten a compliment from somebody listening to pod, the podcast that said we i appreciated your basketball analysis <laughs> that we, or, or i really thought that but but that's what sets us apart you know what i mean they're all these goddamn nerds with their pens and pencils and notepads and it's like dude we're we're entertainers and um we're talking our favorite sport and that's just you know that's try to silence us you know see what happens that's it. Uh, try to silence us, please. We need the publicity. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, try to silence us. Try. You know? yeah. um, we're, we're a couple big, beefy men. Uh, so just Who, slap who's, Who've been robbed and mugged before. Recently, in the past couple episodes. Uh, Did we have good numbers on that podcast? Because that's the only, that's my most public um I, statement on on the matter and uh nobody has come up to me really in the real world so much and said i feel bad about you we're we're so happy you're safe so um yes so by our metrics that is our most listened to episode uh in the month no of, way from october 23rd and oh. november 22nd so in the Amazing. last month uh Good it stuff. is it is our top uh rated episode Take and... that james hamilton so far our best guest Yes, so far, best guest. And then also, people still love the Wing Street live first game reaction, which was a bad, pod- <laughs> which was a bad podcast. That so. was the w- I honestly left that thinking we should not publish, and it's the worst thing we've ever done. So, but the people, people have like spoken. Them. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna get more experimental on the podcast. I I assume. I, I guess so. um, just trying to get them numbers. Uh, I I'm excited to talk about this place, Noah, uh, that we went to to go eat chicken this week uh the piper inn uh not to be confused with the pied piper inn uh from the show silicon valley or the piper inn from uh the wrestler uh rowdy roddy piper right Um, or uh holiday inn which is a hotel yes and chingy song 
Um, right. <laughs> yes. Uh, so not to be confused with any of those, uh, but the Piper Inn, Noah, something we've had on the top of our list for quite some time, because uh, it is on the top of many best wings lists uh, in publications, in our hearts. And for years now. For years now, and they proudly say they have the best wings in Denver. It is on the top of their website when you open up a new tab, just best wings in Denver slash Piper in. Um, and we went there and we had burgers. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, we had wings and uh, that was a good joke. And uh, what did you yeah, think? Yeah, I thought Noah? it was funny. Do you think these, these are the uh, best wings in Denver? <clears throat> uh, wow, really starting off on Maybe we should end with that because okay. I think I think it's a good it's good to let's uh, ramp up build, build up. Thank you, absolutely. Um, I think a big part of this place, first of all, I will say that delicious, absolutely incredible, good shit. Um, and then we'll make a final judgment at the end of our conversation. But um, I actually so this was from twenty twenty one. Um, uh, uh, Piper Inn has once again made the list for best chicken wings, but this is best of Denver from the westward liberal media. Um, the Piper Inn, it's small, low bar in Parker Road that's hiding behind a wally. God, these people are such full of shit. Okay. Um, the real draw here are the wings. Available in mine, medium, mild, and hot, and done to the classic buffalo crisp. Crispy skin and saturated with Tabasco spiked butter. Order them in multiples of five and order... All right, this sucks. So this is a bad explanation of what the place was like um so go ahead and read you know print is dead so but yes. um liberal liberal media is dead that's right um so this place was actually exactly what they described it was a nice kind of unassuming um for lack of a better term dive bar i've passed it my entire life on the way to various um uh establishments and venues in aurora it's it's kind of near the hooters um parker road um i don't yeah hooters on parker i think is where it is um which of course we've been to before <clears throat> and um and close to party city which i used to go to often many times a year um which i i don't know if it is or is not still there but this is like yeah, a, you brought that I, up very longingly about going to party city and i said immediately nah let's not really do that but uh well i wasn't serious i wasn't serious i didn't think we should actually go to party city but um, yeah, I could tell you didn't want to rub that <laughs> bit, and it would have been crazy if we did go there, because then that would have been crazy. But um, yeah, uh, I always am reminded when we take that drive, that drive out east to America's city. I'm re reminded of uh, the Party City and the Hooters, and and now Piper Inn. It's become a part of our collective um, memory. Um, <clears throat> Jacob, I'm rambling. Maybe you should take over for one second. Okay. So and then. And this is a place that you pass when you go to the horse track every week, right? Is that correct? Because yep. uh, ever <laughs> since our horse racing episode, you've been quite on a bender. Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah. I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah. I'll talk about being robbed, but I won't talk about my actual addictions, whatever. Yes, yes. And Noah did bet his uh, heat on a horse and lost. So that's why his apartment is so cold, um, which, <laughs> you know, high stakes, high stakes. Yeah. Um, you play to win. Play to win. Uh, so first, let's 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 make the scene here. Let's create the scene of the Piper Inn. Uh, we drive up to it. It's a uh, nice little tavern type uh, dealio. Um, kind of on the outside, looks like a uh, hardcore biker dive bar, which is uh, always inviting to uh, people like me and you. And then we uh, walk up to the door, and one of the funniest things I've ever seen is on the front door uh which is a handwritten uh sign that says this is not in all caps and underlined uh of the firehouse subs which is hilarious and what do you think the over under noah is the amount of people that had to ask that that is the firehouse sub for them to need to put up a sign because i'm thinking it has to be over six people yeah it's oh <clears throat> if you're if you're doing an over under then yeah it's over six i was gonna say I, I wanted to give me like a wanted to ask me to guess a real number. I'd say it's not less than ten. <laughs> Maybe which, which begs that seems the, like a lot. 
which begs the question why so the there is a firehouse sub across the street across right which that was also funny because we left the place and you were like i wonder where the firehouse subs is and it's across the two lane uh giant parker road (laughs) right there with a giant firehouse sub sign so i don't know what the dealio is the address must be a number off or or something or it may uh doordash or like grubhub or uber eats must have the wrong address for that firehouse yeah. subs or something and and when you go to the piper inn um there is not a place in the world that looks less like a firehouse subs um <laughs> i was gonna ask you if you've ever been to firehouse subs i've never been there it actually seems like the aesthetic inside might be similar, so this surprises me. I I have been to a firehouse sub, and the aesthetic is like a it's it's supposed to be like a firehouse. Nice, um, I knew it. Like like a fireman aesthetic. Um, so everything is super bright. It's kind of like a Five Guys type color scheme, and uh, it is it's I you would like it actually because it's just like kind of a bunch of meat on a sandwich, and it's yeah. it's actually pretty good value. I used to go up in Boulder when I was in college to get like a lot of meat for just like a normal subway type sandwich price so um maybe you should check it out but uh it is it is not uh the piper Inn. the piper Inn, if listeners haven't been there is a typical uh a little bar establishment and then you walk in and the atmosphere is already uh 10 times better than a firehouse subs uh maybe 100 times better um, so, uh, what did, what did you feel about the ambiance? No, I felt <clears> like my takeaway from Piper Inn is just how cool the place was. Oh man, such a cool place. We got there at a little, <clears throat> excuse me, a little afternoon. So a little after 12 PM, I should say on Sunday. So it was kind of the perfect time to go. It was beautiful outside and you walk in and it's very dark and um you know low lights on the inside this is it's just a classic like cozy fucking bar i always get a little bit worried when i walk into a brand new kind of locals place like that because that's really what it is you could tell the people there people that go there often and shit and you know there's no sign that says wait to be seated and i'm like i need a sign to tell me if i should be seated or not so i sort of just kind of walked over i didn't see anybody who was the person working um, <clears throat> but we had like a classic like bar waitress who was like, Hey, sweetheart, like what what do you want? And uh you know, hey, what's up, Toots? And we were like, um, um, we need a little minute. This is our first time, like, let's look at the menu. Um and uh you also had had um breakfast the day before, or excuse me, a few hours earlier. So um <clears throat> I decided to load up. The, so here's what I was going to say. Sorry, I was trying to um, get time for what I was going to say. I think that um, this place is very unassuming, which the Westward did say. It's also very friendly. You might have, like I did, some preconceived notions of, of what people might be like in there. Are they going to have weapons are they going to be racist and i didn't get that sense from anybody it seemed like most people were just kind of eating food and drinking beer um and uh it, think, it will be a place go on I, a I, sunday morning and it was a lot of people just chilling watching football eating totally <laughs> very classic americana and i know what people think of when they hear that term and it's not what you think uh so yeah, almost modern Americana. Uh, in it's a like way. a yeah, thank you. Yeah, a modern. Yeah, a familia modern Americana. Very good. <clears throat> um, uh, I did enjoy ahead. the atmosphere the most, Noah. I felt like everybody in there was my friend. Um, I did. The only time we had somebody behind us ask us what type of fries we ordered, I wanted and to. Bring I that didn't, up. and I didn't feel threatened or annoyed more than I would have in a different I, establishment. I feel like that's always a um <clears throat> a big deal to me i always find that to be a compliment if somebody's asking what i ordered unless i mean i've never done this unless somebody's like hey what did you order that looks like shit i am not gonna get that and i think they did i think they got the um i guess we'll say it the garlic parmesan fries 
Um, and uh, I think it's a huge honor is the word I was looking for. You know what that feeling is, Noah, is when you're playing music on your aux cord and someone asks who the artist is because they don't know or they don't know what the song is. That's kind of the same type of uh, honor. Yes, honor. I think so. It just shows, well, really, it just shows good that you have good taste and in this case literally good taste it doesn't happen to me as often as i'd like even though i know i order the best food everywhere i go yeah um uh so yeah maybe maybe we get into it this is a friendly um environment we're sitting down we've been sat by by the friendly waitress um who is also i'm sure the owner and like in in a bike gang um so by the way we should say it's biking like cycling so it's all these like bicycles that's the type of bar it is it's a bicycle yeah. bar yeah so we're sat by the waitress uh miss in is her name uh she has the last <laughs> name of the restaurant and uh oh my God. We, we immediately order uh wings noah ordered 40 wings and i ordered five um and we both got buffalo sauce uh, which is one of the, I think there was about a handful of options of sauces, uh, which is nice. And they made it clear that their signature sauce is, quote, the Chinese sauce. And then uh, the other signature sauce is the buffalo. So we went with the buffalo uh, type of uh, sauce. And honestly, uh, I want to go back and try the Chinese uh, signature sauce uh, because that is the other unique thing about this restaurant, Noah, <laughs> known for its buffalo wings and its Chinese food. So I think the fried rice is probably off the hook. Haven't had it because I couldn't bring myself to ruin my stomach with three different types of cuisines in less than two hours. Um, um, but uh, kind of a crazy combination, something I've never really ran into, even though most Chinese places you can get a wing at uh, some sort of uh, chicken wing. Um, which and also, I would say to add to that is yeah. most people from China are are members of biker gangs, too, which is just another similarity. And I didn't know that until I looked it up afterwards. Yeah, they've been wearing masks for years, and it's mostly because of bikes, uh, uh, biker gangs, to be a biker gang. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's that's me spitting facts <laughs> on the fax machine. Um, and Printing facts, yeah. <laughs> that's me printing facts, low-ink. Um, but uh, so we got the buffalo uh, wings. They were traditional. Um, I would, on on a scale of of wings that we've had they are definitely top echelon um best wings <laughs> in denver is hard to say maybe we'll get organized someday and actually think- have uh some sort of ranking or system um but for some reason i can't quite go that far i think they were fine i think the buffalo sauce is good and traditional it, nothing special um Nothing like quirky or weird to separate it from other buffalo, just the sauces. Um, so that's another reason why I want to go back and try uh, the quote unquote Chinese uh, sauce. And it's weird in stars <laughs> next to that. They say like you have to put your hands to your eyes and make them uh, sideways. But um, so weird of them to put that next to the It's Chinese weird. We sauce. didn't want to obviously do that. And also it's funny because it says Chinese sauces, but their menu is is specifically states Cantonese food. So they wanted to get extremely specific on their menu. But for the wing, they're like, ah, some sort of Chinese sauce. <laughs> you know, you yeah. guys know what the fuck that tastes like. And um, plus Jacob- Canton is in, in, in Ohio. So I don't know what they mean about what kind of Chinese food is Canton. Um, Cantonese? Yeah, I'm from Canton, Ohio. I'm Cantonese. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Jacob, I'm I'm looking Yeah, we're cutting her. this. We're not releasing this one either. But, um. Well, Jacob's sick and has been poisoned by the government. Um, I'm looking on our Instagram to see when the last time we covered just regular straight buffalo wings. And um it hasn't been recent. It I uh, let's see. Um I'm not going to give you an answer right now, but it's been over one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's been like two, two, three, four months since we've just covered the regular generic Buffalo wing. Um, okay. And I so didn't really... not to break that in, it up immediately, but we did do wing street or we were supposed to do yeah. wing street for our live game one reaction, which everyone has heard. 
by this point. Um, But yeah, we, other than that, we've been dipping a lot into sandwiches. All right, fine, fine. Hold on to debunk you real quick. Let me just make it more specific. This is our first, God damn it. Go ahead. Look at, um, it's, it's our first wing because we did boneless. We did boneless that night. Unless you got wing bone in, you did, you got a few, got a few bone ins. Um, Fuck it then. Never mind. Yeah, you know me. I'm a boner, so uh, I try to put all the bones in. Uh, Let's take Jacob out for a little bit. Put yeah, him back in the yeah. <laughs> I need to be uh, warmed up a little bit here. <laughs> That's uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I <clears throat> excuse me, golly, I concur with everything you say. I thought, um, I think this place is definitely amongst the best wings we've had. Big, you know what I mean? Thick. A lot of meat on them. The the sauce was as advertised. Uh, very just like fresh tasting buffalo sauce. Um, and I don't know if you noticed this, but the drums um were just huge. They're huge, big drums. And <clears throat> I saved this for um my meal. Is where I decided to um save my drums for the end so I could enjoy them more. And uh, it just kind of made me realize how much better those are, drums versus flats. Um, and these ones were particularly good. And I don't know why, I guess I'm bringing it up because it was just, it it I really stood out to me this time. You know, it's funny, and this is why we're a good podcast, is I would much rather have a flat than a drum. And I know that makes me a weird person. Uh, it doesn't make much sense at all. Um, but I think that's also why you like a boneless wing general uh, pretty much more than a, a bone-in wing. And a drum is pretty close to a boneless wing. Interesting. Um, well, interesting breakdown. And also, um, if um, long-time listeners will know, um, that uh, drums versus flats is absolutely a social thing and is uh, and can be looked back into that because a uh, past guest, friend of the podcast, Derek Rush, NBA basketball fan, comedian, um, pointed out to us that the drums versus flats debate is absolutely uh, a race debate and, and is separated amongst race lines, which I didn't want to take part of. And I don't. I wish I hadn't brought up again. But yeah, and wasn't... I totally forgot about that. So I'm glad you brought oh, that really? up. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't. That was well. That, that, that was, was a very the, good conversation, though. I don't that was that. the first thing that I thought of. Of this was, uh, I was like, I just don't quite understand. And I love. I mean, I don't. I I'm welcome in all communities. I guess was what I was trying to say. And so it surprises me that I have ostracized myself or separated myself so much with this particular but that's what's so confusing to me is i feel like and if you give a a blind test to anybody like drums or flats people choose drums but i don't know they were both very good dude um both wings and all all the sauces um and it seemed like you want to go ahead yeah well so if (laughs) no i was just thinking about this blind test that you're setting up because uh, us, do you think traditional or a lot of traditional wing eaters will know what the difference is immediately? But it, it would Sorry. be interesting to see if 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 a uh, non-experienced wing eater would just be like, I don't know which is which, and then they'd just be like, Nope, that's the same chicken. Like it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like it doesn't. Yeah. Interesting. But... So that's even a better idea. I guess I should have been more clear. Blind taste. Blind. I said I didn't not taste. I didn't mean that even but blind test like random survey of people if you're going to ask yeah, them which of which one you prefer i truly believe in my heart that people will um you know transcend politics and religion and and say drums but clearly that's not yeah. the case so, so you're saying a uh, deaf taste uh a deaf tasting well uh, a blind deaf and dumb ta- taste taste yes, test, yeah. yes 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 which we're are getting, the best those are fun <laughs> we're getting our wires crossed but um the the <laughs> point of this whole discussion is that noah is very welcome in all communities and that is the point, uh, that is the point that we need to get to and um, I think that's going to be it before we have to well, issue a public apology. But well, yeah, what do you got? Do you want to do you want to touch on the um, the parm gar- the garlic parm fries at all? Which which I made an executive decision last minute. Yes. The conversation was first. Let's spit. Let's split some fries, dude. We're here. We're a duo, co-host to co-host. And then you ordered the fry, and I don't think that's not a 
problem. This is not like I was upset, but you ordered the fries and immediately said regular fries. And I was like, that that's not going to do. OK, so I said, sorry, we're actually going to do the garlic parm. I'm buying. Yes. yes. And that's when I know it's serious. If Noah's <laughs> like, uh, I'll buy them. And I was like, All right. You're taking the lead. I'll take 100%. this one with you. You're right. And, and what do you think? I loved it. Yes, it was a great call. Um, I love most garlic. It was garlic parmesan, or was it just parmesan fries? It was garlic parmesan. So, so most garlic parmesan fries, I feel like, don't actually have the sauce that these fries have. You know, most of the time they get away with just like scraping it off on just it's just like parmesan cheese and some uh garlic or whatever and it's not actually like a sauce base you know and i don't want to talk shit because i'm about to order them in about 30 minutes but park burger right across the street from my house um kind of just has parmesan on top of fries and it's not worth it but this actually makes it worth it and it's almost like um we talked a little bit about poutine. It's almost more closer to that type of dish than a regular fry dish, which I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, it was um, <clears throat> the fries that it was paired with were crinkle fries, which we don't see often and I think is, um, you know, can be hit and miss. But yeah, there was it was like a real sauce, which was interesting, like a real garlic sauce. I almost wonder if that garlic sauce is what they put the wings in or something, but um it was um just very hearty dude yeah it was no skimping um i would say some of the best garlic parm fries i've ever had in in denver i guess um but a great accoutrement to our meal and and just a really cool place friends and family are all welcome um in in america city i mean in the piper inn fuck yeah all right let's take me out why don't you tag team it seems like you're all warmed up <laughs> i'm all warmed up now and no one's gonna go back in the oven for some cooking uh but uh that's gonna be it <laughs> shout out to the piper in um definitely in our top echelon of wings um maybe not uh so far as to get to the top um spot but we'll we'll make that pending for now uh depending on the taste of the chinese wing which we will try uh chinese new year um just oh, when yeah. i find out when that is that's a good idea yes that is a good idea and uh shout out jeremy lynn unrelated um shout out to the basketball podcast network for keeping the lights on uh our familia during the nba season check out their podcast they got podcasts for every teams even the the terrible terrible utah jazz franchise um but shout out to DraftKings and the nba season is heating up just like noah in the oven and there are still so many unknowns you know i i i i placed a bet noah I'm, I'm gonna be real with you i placed a bet and that is on uh michael porter jr um tweeting something in support of Kyrie. And um, hopefully that doesn't happen. But if it does, I'm going to be a very rich man. When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Guess what, Noah? If you would have bet $5 on the Den uh, Denver Nuggets defeating the uh, Dallas Mavericks, uh, I don't know. You would have won some money, uh, but uh, <laughs> they were also uh, not favored by 10 points. So Nuggets definitely uh, covered easily. But check this out right now. Everyone can earn up to 100 percent boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlaying, combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big i've been using this app noah and i've been uh swiping right and i mean i've been matching with some sexy sexy bets all right this is our next part of the, the podcast our favorite part is the call to action noah and it's getting Jacob, shorter for you i think i'm i'm appreciating that i'm having a hard time i'm having a hard time reading uh talk and read download just download rather fuck download the app now sign up with code tbpn place a five dollar pregame money line bet on any nba team to win their game and get 150 dollars in free bets if you do that 
if they if they do that. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKingsSportsbook.com. Minimum min, 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 age and eligibility restrictions. So I should probably just say that. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes um, and call those various um, numbers if um, you can't st- – you literally can't stop gambling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Noah. Denver Nuggets basketball, very interesting week for the Nuggets. Last time that we talked, we did not – know about Jokic going into protocol right is that i don't correct? think i'm i don't did we i don't think we knew about uh, i'm sorry i don't think the bulls game yes. had happened did the next game happen yet i don't even think that no so, so i think it was no. that sunday yeah um so yeah bulls knicks and then these two mavs games so no Jokic played at least in the in those first two yeah yeah um so, but Jokic did not play in the Knicks. So, since we've talked, did he not? Okay. A uh, lot of things have happened, uh, both off the court and on the court. Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray uh, got COVID, butterfly kissing. Um, Aaron Gordon's been out with a mysterious illness, which I can only assume is COVID. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's uh, not only that, Ish Smith has missed uh, the better part of this month um and then uh in the last game uh jeff green uh, also left so um all of a sudden the nuggets are in a uh familiar injury uh like abyss type of purgatory and the nuggets uh kind of fumbled the bag against the new york knicks then they got blown out by the dallas mavericks on their floor and then the nuggets uh for lack of a better term, stole a victory in Dallas, I think, and is probably going to be one of the biggest wins of the season, I think. Um, And uh, we'll get into that. And it also reminds me of uh, the seven-player win against Milwaukee, um, which uh, also Vladko Kankar is the only... uh, um, Against the Jazz, wasn't it? So the Jazz, I thought it was the Bucks. I don't know. Either way, the, 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 the seven players on a team uh, and Blacko um, being a huge part of both of those. Um, and where do you want to start, Noah? Uh, uh, do you want to start about uh, Jokic or do you want to just talk about the positives of this win last night? Because honestly, let me just say this. The the Friday night game against the, the Mavs, not much to learn about it. The Nuggets were very bad. Uh, the Mavs were very good. And... Uh, that's just all there is to it. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I did. Uh. I don't think we should totally gloss over the Chicago game because that was another one of those back, just beginning to end total domination games. MPJ season high thirty one points, I believe. Um. And just everybody putting in work. So that was the kind of stuff we like to see. Um. And you know the Bulls aren't necessarily pushovers. They're they're looking to make the playoffs. They're probably a play in team. Um, yeah, the Knicks game was um, upsetting. That was definitely like a weird game. These, you know, these games have been um, and with Jokic, but Jamal and Ag were still playing. I, I think Ag was was he injured at that point from the Knicks game? Um, I think Ag did run. play. I think yeah. Murray and Ag. Um, Jamal led the Nuggets with twenty one points in right. the Knicks game. Um, I would say that's. Uh, uh, better than it looked, <laughs> almost. Yeah. Well, you kind of, but um, yeah. Keep on going. Well, I was gonna say, <clears throat> yeah, but I guess the real litmus test this week was Dallas, who going into the game last night we had the same record. Um, the big headline coming out of there this year is just Luca's usage rate and the ability, the fact that rather, um, you know, he has the ball and is shooting it and is controlling that that team more than like anybody in NBA history has on any team. So that was the headline, which basically meant if we could isolate Luca and fuck with him enough, then we had a very good chance of winning that um, Friday game was awful. It was one of those. I mean, you talk about back-to-back domination for the nuggets on during Chicago. It was the same for the Mavs on Friday. We never really were in it. Um, And, I wasn't that, uh, you know, I, that was a game without three of our four starters, right? And I think that's kind of some the main thing to take out of these past few games, and certainly both the Mavs games is, and you take three out of the four of any team in the league starting, uh, sorry, I keep saying four, three of the five, um, 
in any team, and they're going to do just as good. And what I especially noticed this week was how important the depth <clears throat> how important the depth comes in, you know, because then it's Zeke Naji, Davon Reed, who I love, I think is totally underutilized. Um, Christian Brown, who hasn't been playing the past few weeks, comes in. And all these guys are are playing really key roles. And it's it's just a, it shows how important, like I said, that we have a, a long bench and a deep bench. So I may I know the answer for me, but how much more comfortable do you feel with this team without Jokic than last year's team without yeah, Jokic? Way more, way more comfortable. We lose, we lose all these games, I think. And I think they're all kind of embarrassing games if this is last year. Um, I mean, with Murray, well, because that's the other thing, you know, not having Jokic is one thing, but we had our, our two of like our three top performers. MPJ also, I mean, I wrote it down last night was a nice change, but he's been in this shooting slump the past 10 days, except I guess it's more like seven. Um, but uh, yeah, we lose those games, which, you know, shows a lot to our, uh, what our team looks like. But I also think, you know, we, we would be losing a lot of games if this was last season, Bruce Brown and uh, KCP are just putting on such incredible performances and um that that has been key too, especially to these close games. And uh, you know, Noah, I don't want to like alienate some Nuggets fans, but DeAndre Jordan, pretty good. He's been pretty good, and yeah. <laughs> especially in the game yesterday against the Mavs, uh, he's he got seventeen rebounds. Um, which, looking at the list, the most rebounds a Nugget has had this year, um, and. He, you know, efforts in and out. He's a veteran, uh, but I think uh, they couldn't have done it without him, I think, especially last night. Um, I did want to talk, no, uh, we got to talk about MPJ because I don't know what to make of it. So let's let's talk about the last, yeah, like you said, almost. So last uh, Friday, November 11th, the at Boston game, uh, very bad MPJ game. Um, right. I think it's fair to say. Then the Sunday after that, MPJ scores 31 points. Then no Jokic, um, MPJ, pretty bad game against the Knicks. Um, then another pretty bad game against the Mavs. And then last night, I thought he had a better game, but it wasn't like a comeback, comeback game. Um, so kind of up and down. And I will tell you this, Noah, it's, we can't have it both ways as Nuggets fans of being like MPJ's not buying into the Jokic system and because he has this season and then be like, well, now that Jokic is gone, why isn't he doing more by himself? So I'm kind of giving him a pass on this week. Uh, I don't know what you think. Uh, it seems like you're going to be in support of that. But yeah, um, <clears throat> now I do some... all of a sudden I'm like very uh, he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I I agree. I I don't think it's his mentality to really ever be a facilitator in the way that Jokic uh, is, and I don't think that's the expectation by any means. But I think he kind of has one job, and he has another job he has to get better at, which is defending. And he, you know, talk about bright spots. I'd say that that's a huge bright spot. Um, last night and uh, some of these other games you know, just putting on performance that he simply didn't have in him as a player um, two seasons ago, whatever, two and a half seasons ago. So I agree. I think giving him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt is reasonable. Um, you know, the in terms of the people that <clears throat> really would run the offense, I mean, obviously in, you know, a point guard position, but I mean, you have Bruce Brown was play point guard one of these games, which I really liked. Um, <clears throat> Bones continues his ascent, um, and it's kind of, you know, their ability to take on the responsibility of the offense, which I don't think is something that MPJ necessarily has an interest in. Yeah, and I, I did make a joke to you, Noah, that he is thinking a lot, which and is, that is, and that's not a strength of Michael Porter Jr. <clears throat> no, it's true, though. Yeah, I think it's when he, I mean, he's just like such a classic like, let me do these things and I'm going to keep doing them until it is successful. 
So a couple encouraging things. Well, one thing that pisses me off and I hate more than anything in the world is if MPJ misses a three and gets beat on the way back to the uh, defense. Uh, that happened a couple times in the past couple weeks. And I, I, that's the one thing me and Malone probably see eye to eye on because I, I want to like flip out every time um, because I don't even care if he's taking those shots, but he has to just run back and not get beat. Um, anyway, the positives on the game yesterday, well, of course, he hit the game winner um, and the only three he hit of the whole game. So he has a knack of kind right? of, yeah, and he kind of, and he has a knack of hitting not smooth shots when he needs to. Um, it kind of reminded me of the uh, shot in the playoffs um, in the bubble when he hit that three. Um, but uh, also, he was not just forcing threes that, that game yesterday. He was driving in the basket. He was getting some layups and he was shooting some mid range shots, which is like, yes, dude, like, please, no one, he can shoot over anybody he wants, you know, and he can always get that spot is in this little mid range. And I think him just even having that slight adjustment like that, um, makes me very encouraged actually that he could keep on having a three point shooting slump and kind of adjust his game a little bit more. Um, but I think he is a little, uh, not even, I don't want to say spoiled with Jokic, but he's just getting so used to playing with Jokic, which took a long time. Uh, and now it's like, now you don't have Jokic and everything you do means more now because we need you to do better. And uh, I think that's just been a uh, a weird, weird spot for MPG to, MPJ to be in. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it would it would be, but that's what kind of, I have to be, that's what everybody on this team needs to figure out how to do in, in one way or the other. I mean, um, <clears throat> Bones, I think, has a lot of, I mean, despite his scoring, has a lot of improvement um, that he needs to figure out when, he doesn't have Jokic helping him out or um, uh, I mean, even Jamal dude, I mean, you know, that's the whole connection. Jamal hasn't been playing, so it hasn't mattered as much because he hasn't been playing and Jokic, but um, I think, yeah, I, it's just improvement. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, as, I don't have much more of an analysis. I thought you said it well, but uh, the being able to have a read of each other, um, in that way would be great. Yeah, and on Bones too. Um, I mean, obviously they needed every one of his points yesterday against the Mavs, and it it all mattered. Um, weirdly, he was like the most negative plus minus on the team. <laughs> so, um, and that just comes with him doing everything on the second unit. But uh, kind of odd, he didn't. It was. He, I, I feel like he was being affected by a double team, which he's never, I never really remember him seeing like that. So, like, the Mavs were completely content, especially in that first game on Friday, doubling Bones and being like, no, anyone else on the bench can have an open three or an open shot, and it didn't matter at all. Um, so, I thought he did better yesterday, but there's still a lot of improvement. Um, and it's mostly him just getting rid of the ball, like, almost immediately. Um, and and I don't know about you, but it seemed like in that Mavs game, which was yesterday, Sunday, the 20th, I don't know if I've seen him control the offense as much before in a game, which, of course, he was in a lot of ways asked to do. But he's he's telling people where to go. He's holding the ball for fuck knows how long, 10 seconds in the shot clock. And like he, he was in full on street ball bones. Mode. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think that's a really good way to do it uh, to say. And I think that's. Also, in a lot of ways, how he always plays, but he you could see that it was it, he was playing like it was a pickup game and he's he's the guy who's going to, you know, control everything, which he totally did. Um, and I think there are just so many positives, I'd say po more positives than negatives, but you can see when it gets frustrating. Um, and I, you know, I don't think he obviously is not like a starter yet, but coming off the bench and controlling that unit, like you just said, is he's getting better and better and um, you know, career high last night. I think his, his NBA mind his pedigree facilitator. I wrote it down here too. I don't know how much we talk about his passing and stuff like that, 
um, enough, but I think he's a huge asset in that sense. Um, so great, great, important, big, uh, positive bones games this last few. These yeah. last few. Yeah, yeah. And definitely, you know, he's missed quite a few games this season, you know, and a couple of the losses so far this season has been without him. And I don't think people realize how big of a deal that is when he's most of the bench, <laughs> especially sure. on the offensive end. And he, you know, and I'll I'll reiterate my complaint. I, maybe it was last week or the week before. Um, he's just too slow getting plays going, though, still. Yeah. Um, and well, it takes forever. And then it kind of breaks down and he's forced to do his own thing, which I don't know if he minds that much. Well, and, then it, <laughs> you know? and I agree. And I think that goes back to the street ball thing where he's like, no. You know, it's it's one thing to slow the game down, which Jokic is the MVP and better than anybody at. But but it's another thing to like, you know, eye up eye up who's defending you and like you you know take some try to fuck with him and that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, and then twenty seconds goes by and we don't get anything out of the possession and we have to run back on D, which is our weak uh, suit anyway. Um, but I, uh, you know. Everything about him is I wouldn't want. I would hate to see him anywhere else, and I'm I'm glad we have him. Do you want to uh, talk about Bruce Brown and KCP a little bit? Yeah. So um, Bruce, especially KCP, had a kind of cold shooting night yesterday, but he's been yeah single handedly keeping the Nuggets afloat. Over he's the been point I, line. I have to yeah. say, three the second best three point percentage in the league so far. I I I guess I should say I didn't know if that said for October this month, but go ahead. Yes. Over 50% from three. Yeah. But let me just wax poetry about Bruce Brown real quick, because uh, (laughs) I love him so much. And I, I even love when he's like, he, all he does is just attack and, and try to do something. And he kind of, he kind of has a lot of plays where he just throws the ball out of bounds or like hits off his hands. And every time I'm just like, nah, man, keep on trying. Like, <laughs> like, keep on going. like, I don't get mad at all. I'm just like, yes, Bruce, keep on trying to do stuff and push the envelope. And uh, when he's hitting like a little floater thing, it's like, it helps the offense so much. I feel like, and uh, it defensively him, that uh, tattoo, or play that video at my funeral, Noah, of him yeah. blocking Luka Doncic and Luka pretending like he got hit in the face and just lying on the ground while Bones gets a layup on the other end. Um, amazing. And Bruce Brown is like two feet smaller than Luka and uh, a lot of pounds. I cannot get enough of Bruce Brown. I think he is a... Uh, it's just It's funny watching the Nets, too, and being like, man, like Bruce Brown, it, like held a lot of it together last yeah, year, too. For sure, you know? and it's like they are missing a player like him now. Um, and now the Nuggets, uh, almost an embarrassment of riches because they got two similar type players in him and KCP, and KCP has like a little bit more of a range and a uh, three point shot. But um, I, I I love them, Noah, and them together starting is like kind of low-key one of my favorite things of yeah, i was gonna ask you about and kcp it. Uh, on the floor at the same time i mean you know jamal is gonna start and and be fine and and great but uh just having that option i think against some, uh, some teams um i can't wait to see it against the warriors again and see if that works because just having switchable guards like that who can defend um probably something the nuggets haven't had um maybe ever (laughs) i was gonna say i mean i was gonna make that point it's like something we've been asking for for i don't know however i don't know how many seasons which is like an old nba defender and you know this year whatever happened in you know the front office or whoever the fuck runs things was like oh okay fine we'll get you two and that's what happened i mean you just see how how big a deal it is if if Jokic, MPJ, and AG were out last year. What does that starting lineup look? So it would have been fucking. So it would have been Faku. Will, Faku. I was gonna say Faku. It no, it would. Been. It would have been yeah. Faku, Austin Rivers, Will Barton, um, Jeff Green, and then um, uh, MPJ if he's healthy. Oh, and MPJ, MPJ would be in there. I'm sorry. Oh no, I guess we're talking last year. Maybe in this scenario. Let me reiterate. 
But yeah, if, uh, if, if, if it was CJ this Cabrera. year with that roster. So we have, uh, you know, I just go back to the point that I'm saying we could we could get we could bitch moan and complain about these losses, especially that first Mavs, which was a bad loss. I think we both agree. But like this is such a better team, dude. Anything, you know, or any win we get, I, I almost think that we wouldn't have gotten last year, which sounds crazy. But you think of these points that they're putting up. It, it, I watch the games now too, and it's hard to think of either of them. Bruce Brown, I also am a hundred percent in agreement on you. But either of them as anything but Nuggets, you know, it just seems like they're so integrated into the system and yeah. into the culture, which is you know bullshit and more of an I, you know, just something you have to look at. But um, well, it's, it couldn't it's... have gone better with these two so far. It's sure. bullshit in like reality, but it just like them buying in, right? Is like the whole thing. Like they don't like I don't know. I don't I don't feel like if if Bruce didn't take a bunch of shots, he'd be upset. Or I don't think KCP would be like super upset either. You know, like they're not like doing themselves for themselves out there. They're in the culture, you know. Well, like and, yeah. And that culture, perhaps more than anything, is Jokic and what what centers around him, which is like you look at the Bucks, which are extremely successful organization that's a hundred percent gotta be you know um what everybody knows you know you look middleton um drew it's like everybody has a role there it's true holiday isn't it who's on yeah true yeah um and it's like it's very similar where it's like nobody's gonna be upset if they're not taking all these shots they have very specific and it's not like they're role players but they know their roles very specifically and what they're asked to do and you, you know you, you know what's a lot cool like you know what's cool too about them too is that they also have chemistry together already like i feel like they kind of bonded on being like the new players or whatever and there was a play where bruce brown drove and kicked it to kcp for a wide open corner three and he missed it but it was a great play and it was just them two and it's like well at least he knows that kcp is going to be over there and you know like totally. that's a huge thing and even i mean you look at it now you know vlatko who was a veteran obviously at this point he's one of the longest tenured nuggets um he's a but war like veteran him, i yes. know well that's certainly true um, but, uh, you know, him making that three and everybody just going off, just feeling so happy for him. And like well, Christian Brown, even too, who's like obviously very locked into the culture, whatever you want to say about that. But people are pumped for him and, and everybody's just on board, dude. So big week for uh, I, this is my last note and then we'll wrap up and we probably buried the lead. But this is the Vladko Kankar week um, mm -hmm. for the Denver Nuggets. Not only does he hit a half court shot in a game, the Nuggets won by one point. Um, and not only did he play small ball five at some point for the bench uh, and he guarded Luca and he guarded uh taller people than him uh the white power or whatever uh i think he was on javel for a little bit which is hilarious uh funny um but i think he's played himself into some time and i think even as a backup three or they keep on doing this weird small ball five i'm okay with it didn't look that bad uh didn't look bad at all and uh also i don't know if you saw this noah but um after the Friday night game, again, I guess Michael Porter Jr. and Vlatko had a long talk, uh, oh. too. And and so Vlatko somehow off the court also helped out Michael Porter Jr. and as a great teammate. So just teaching him about history, regular world history and World War II, who like, different sides. Oh, were. <laughs> you're missing shots don't matter in the grand scheme of uh, life and death. Um, <laughs> but uh I think that's uh, a, a great week for Vlatko. Um, honestly, I'm almost to the point where if the Nuggets have full strength, I feel like he might get more time than Zeke at this point, which is kind of hilarious. Also um, did not have a bad week. I didn't no, think last night good he week. defended, yeah, defended Luka really well. And, you know, this... this Talking he, shit back to him a little that bit. That too. too, dude. By the way, I, I want to say this, and yes. we'll wrap up in a second. Luca's fine. Generational. I, you know, I'm happy for his MVPs. Oh, wait a second. Um, but he is truly one of the, and I said this in our group chat, I think he bitch moans and complains more than anybody. Jokic um, used to be that guy. You know, we all have to remember he, he used to, and, and 
he's not he doesn't not complain anymore but like it's every fucking play with Luca and it's not entertaining and it's kind of like I don't know I would it's embarrassing it's you know you're so undeniable I don't know why he has to do all that shit so much but yeah um, so people have talked about how he's like more usage than the James Harden Rockets that he, he yeah. was on you know but that's true and it's also kind of more annoying to watch and and For yesterday sure. especially was almost I feel like from what I've seen of Luca, at least you know he'll hit some cool threes and things like that, and you're just like, oh, that was pretty dope. But yesterday, when he, if he's not doing that at all, he it's like it's a slog, and it it feels like he's always talking shit to the the Nuggets, and yeah. he's like talking shit to the bench, and it it's like feels very weird and and uncalled for, and um, you know that was that viral clip I always enjoyed of him, uh, when. I think it was Booker took the ball from him and like kind of said something, and mm. and Luca's like, yeah, everybody talks when they're up, and then the, and the Luca beat him, but uh, which is so, fun, but yes. it's like do that in spurts, you know, you don't have yes. to always do that fucking bullshit. Yes, and that's what makes. Go ahead. It's also funny to me that Giannis kind of had a bad kind of press couple days yeah. uh, with pushing over a ladder when I'm like, well, if anyone like actually watched this Mavs <laughs> Nuggets game, I think uh, that was pretty bad, uh, especially just visual. It's just a bad look for Luca mostly. And um, it is going to be weird because I think he will win MVP. So. Well, uh, it's a European thing, I imagine. I don't know, dude. I think I think Joel is kind of on a mission. I don't know if anything this last week certainly he might seems... too, but he might miss like a week or two now. So, um, well, who knows if that kind of adds up? Three to five at some point in the season when he eventually falls. That's what I mean. Um, He's probably going to do it again. Oh, too, yeah. So, okay. Uh, I thought you were saying he was out now for some reason. So no. Well, well, he is uh, out now for like a week, so. Uh, okay, well, there but you go. I think again too, he'll be out again. Yeah, I'm so, so I'm saying. Eastern Conference, everybody. Um, I thought I had one more point. Oh, I was just gonna say the the issue that with our backup five is becoming less and less of an issue. It seems like if if DJ plays well, if Lacko continues this, if Zeke continues to do what he is, then we have a really we're really set up. So. That's just a positive, you know, and I'm I'm full. I think I mentioned that I think that DeAndre Jordan is just a good locker room guy. And I am a thousand more percent on that train now because he was the most excited for Vlaco hitting that half court mm-hmm. shot. And he got the defensive player chain of the game. And I don't know what they said because they bleeped that out in the video, but uh, everyone laughed at it. So I think he is a, a funny dude uh, and a good and like. Teammate. Longtime friend. It's one thing to be like friendly. I think he's like longtime friends with several of these guys. Jeff Green. I want to say Kevin Durant. I think he's Kevin Durant's like good friend. Well, yeah, I, I meant on the Nuggets, but oh like, yeah, yeah. Um, I I feel like he and Davon Reed go back a long time, or maybe Davon Reed and Bruce Brown. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, he, he's he's a huge asset. I'm well, <laughs> in that sense. Yeah, and he hasn't been awful. Yes, he could be better. Uh, nope. He's an asset, uh, whether it's a negative or positive, is remain to be seen on a night-to-night basis. But um, before we go, uh, Jokic, Noah, and Jamal are now uh, doubtful for the next game against the Detroit Pistons. And honestly, looking at the schedule, they have a back-to-back home against the Detroit Pistons without Cade Cunningham and then on the road against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um so you know And then they play the Rockets, I believe, after that. Well they have one Friday night game against the Clippers and oh, then that's two the games okay. against the Rockets. So after honestly, that. uh maybe don't have to rush Jokic <laughs> a little bit now all of a sudden. And which might exactly be what they're doing, which I'm I'm fine with. Yes. That sounds great. And so I think I bet it seemed like Eric Gordon was close to coming back, so I feel like he might be back. But um, uh, I don't, I don't know. I think uh, uh, let's, let's just. I think that he holds out until the Clipper game on Friday. So uh, we'll see. I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. 
Oh, um, I hope uh, we should uh, we should probably do turkey again. I'm guessing. I'm sure I'll have some turkey. Everybody knows we hate turkey. I hate turkey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, happy holidays. Go ahead. Sorry, interrupt. It, no, and I think that's good. And we'll figure it out next week. Maybe we do pie or something. Um, Ooh, right? yeah, I fucking could go because we did do pie. turkey, and I'm a little pumpkin pie man. So uh, I, I guess know. yeah, everybody. This is just food. Sometimes we just do food. It turns out, which I'm okay. Which again. Talk about an, an endorsement from me. That gets an endorsement from me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, pie is just the uh, chicken of dessert. Chicken of the yes. I and I don't know. Say that. I don't know what that I mean by that, but uh, you know, listeners, uh, follow us on Twitter at Nuggets Pod or on Instagram at Chicken and the Nuggets. Anything you want to plug, Noah? We Nothing to plug. Uh, if you Heck. haven't bought tickets, I think people buy tickets have bought tickets to this show i'm doing with my friend scotty weiss magician because he actually has a setup and fans so if you haven't bought tickets do that um on his website uh and that's it that's on the 26th sick well um shout out to you listeners shout out to my new beta fish who i named bones <laughs> he's behind me um hi bones um he's uh yep he's dead no he's not dead um <laughs> he's he's alive but uh shout out to everybody bye noah thanks bye have a good weekend